Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Hi, I'm Christina Matter. I'm John Anderson, and welcome to Afraid of the Dark. <laughs> We're in a really interesting mood oh tonight. Oh, my God. This wasn't a recording about five minutes ago. You guys would have had a hell of a show. We might have got, like you were saying, really we would, high ratings. We would have had our best ratings yet. Y'all would have brought, yeah. like, your beverage you're drinking and like, just, like, ate your popcorn. Or you would have been appalled. <laughs> One of the two. So tonight we're going to be talking about resistance. And um, the reason we pick this topic is because we are always up against resistance. And it's it's really interesting how it hides from us, you know, in our everyday life and our decisions, whether it comes to work or make decisions about, um, you know, how to take care of ourselves, um, whatever it is that's happening, resistance is somewhere lurking. Absolutely. It could be an external resistance or mostly it's internal, as we all know. We're always battling something inside of us. But first, before we start the show. Do you have your story? I don't have a story. I just want to get your... <laughs> oh, God. What did you think of the Game of Thrones finale? Oh, my God. I, I was disappointed. You're disappointed. I was, I, you know, I loved... I feel like they, I was watching this thing on TV and they were saying the first three episodes were so epic, especially the one with like the ice walkers or whatever and Arya and that was so epic. And then it just kind of went downhill from there. I guess it was a letdown from there, but you know, hey, it was a great show and they tied it up nicely. So just wanted to get your impression on that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I love the show for God's sake. You know that there's a petition I saw today on Facebook to redo the whole. <laughs> I almost got like, you know, I don't know. That's a sign. A million people, signatures. Those people need to get a life. Or they're just very, very passionate. And they're people. dealing with a lot of resistance, obviously. So <laughs> <there you> <laughs> All right. So before we start getting into resistance and how to how to work with that, because there, there's a few different aspects that I want to set the stage for. So I'm going to kind of bring in the psychological container here. And so when we're looking at <clears throat> how we do our life, um, I like to call it the will or the higher self, the part of us that says, like, I want to get this done. I want to be healthier. I want to go to the gym five days a week. I want to stop smoking cigarettes or make this profound change. And it, it's this, it's a strong impulse. I, I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. And so that's Nietzsche called it the will to power. It's kind of like this part of us that wants to bring us to the next plane or to a better aspect of ourselves. So that is is what is the voice of these things that we are compelled to grow from or into, okay? And then we have the mind. And so then it comes to the mind, and we're going to get into this more specifically when we talk about some of the steps, but then we have the mind that starts telling us things, right? Um, I don't know if I could do it, or what if I try and I don't succeed, or you know, what if this person won't like me? And then we, the, all the chatter starts, right? So I call it the conference room. I like you, that. You like that? I like that. It's, it's, it's the internal conference room, mm. which is usually not in alignment with the will, right? So the will's like, I want to start this new online program. And the mind's like, well, wait a second, but you haven't done that before, and you're not a salesperson, and you have to do all these things. And then and, and so all this chatter starts kind of, um, floating around, <laughs> and then, and then, 
<clears throat> Welcome to the land of have a body. And then the body starts getting activated, right? The chest gets tight. Suddenly the shoulders get tense. I don't know. I get it right behind like my like my neck area, like my cranium where your occipital lobes are. Yes, I'm getting technical. Awesome. <laughs> you learn something new every time you sit next to me. We should call the show On the Couch. Occipital? Occipital. Occipital. So it's back here. It's the bones, like right underneath here, where we hold a lot of stress. I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we have these components, right? The will that's like, this is what we want. This is how we become better, more more optimized. Um, we go to the next plane or the next level. And then we have the mind. And just kind of all different chattering voices, which usually aren't the most powerful voices or, <laughs> or the most positive, right? Right. Sometimes they are. It's funny. It's not positive, and they're and, and they're not the most powerful yet. We make them the most powerful. We we can exactly. I think we usually do. <clears throat> well, we tend to listen to them. Yeah. I call it deviation. So, um, and lastly, the body. Like I just said, then then the body starts churning, and we start going into um, different feeling states, and um, maybe getting overwhelmed, anxious, fatigued, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So there's this whole thing that goes on. And it's interesting because John and I were talking about this before the show, how, you know, there's going to be a lot that we draw on tonight from our other shows mm-hmm. because it's so relevant. I mean, we've talked about um, mindfulness, you know, mind-body connection 4.0 and like how to f- connect with the masculine feminine inside. All these things are relevant in this topic, because if you don't know how to navigate what's happening in the body, and if you can't sit, tease out what's really happening here, you're going to fall prey. Sure. Right? Absolutely. I think you talked a little bit about that. In mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, I I sat down this morning to kind of write up the notes, and it just kind of, well, I got in the tone, so to speak. And it's going to be basically four steps that we're going to be looking at. But the first thing I want to kind of go into is, you know, when we view resistance, we view it as maybe a scary thing that we're going to be battling, but we need to start viewing it in a different way. Whenever we face resistance, whatever it's going to be, we need to view it as an opportunity to really grow and take a step forward, regardless mm-hmm. if we get through it calmly or if we take a lot of lumps and bumps through to get through that. But it's a great chance for us to grow as individuals because we're going to learn so much about ourselves as we go through this entire process. Yeah, I was just going to say, and resistance, too, if you really feel into what's happening in the body and what's going mm-hmm. on, can also be seen as the body knows that you're pushing it up to an edge, that you are about to expand in some way and or become greater or more optimized in some way. So it's also a sign of something good. Yeah. It's not just we tend to go, oh, my God, I'm anxious. This is bad. This isn't good. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I shouldn't do it, right? I'm not going to spend this money. I'm not going to yeah. sign up for this. I'm not going to do that. Because the chatter and the sensations in the body are being misconstrued and misinterpreted. That's true. I, I, I like that because it is true. Whenever we make a big decision, there's always going to be that fear of you know, how much maybe money you're spending or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But once you make that plunge and you make that, you know, you finally make that decision forward usually that gets washed away pretty quickly. So one thing I want to kind of go into is, I mean, we all want to grow. That's right. No. I mean, we hopefully want to grow. I mean, that's one reason why we're doing the show is to help people grow and become more attuned with what's going on in their lives. And we all want to be like the best versions of ourselves. Again, right? I do. 
I do. It's something I strive for every day, and yeah, sometimes I, you know, I fail miserably, but I'm always going to keep fighting to be the best. Most person. days. Most Some days I just don't care because I'm just <laughs> honestly I'm exhausted or I just need a break. Well, so I just left. After, this, after our discussion a few minutes ago, you definitely weren't giving a shit about being the best version of yourself today. <laughs> that. I give you props for that. You're being honest. And like you're real, man. Absolutely. And it's like I said, you know, when, whenever we face resistance or an obstacle, um, you know, the, the reality is we tend to, to quit because it's going to be a hard, it's going to be a challenge, or we just kind of let it fade away a little bit. We just kind of, we put a half-assed effort into it because we know it's going to be difficult. And, you know, we're listening to that chatter in our brains or that conference mm-hmm. room that I, I really do like. So, you know, I kind of wrote down some things that I want Everybody that listens to this show, I think this would be really constructive for you. And, and I want you to ask yourself the following question. You know, what, what do you want? And it's a, it's a really broad question. It could be as simple as, hey, I want to get in better shape, or I want to have a better relationship with my partner, my, you know, better friendships, or you want to make, you know, start making more time for yourself. You know, so it's, it's a pretty broad spectrum there. But, you know, again, we're going to have resistance to getting those wants and those needs that we're looking for. And once you write down those questions, I want you then to um, ask yourself, you know, what gets in the way of me doing these things? And that, that's the big thing. You know, what, what obstacle, what resistance uh, comes up makes you fail when it comes to wanting these things? And when that occurs, ask yourself this last question. Why? You know? Why, why do I let this knock me down? What's the root cause of me failing? What's the root cause for me not following through with some of these questions and some of the answers that we want to have? Because again, we all want to have, we all want to be happy. We want to be peaceful. We want to be content. And a good place to go to answer those questions is into your past. You know, bless our families. Um, They, they, do the best they can but so many of our core beliefs uh how we feel about ourselves how we um the world our place within it comes from those experiences mm-hmm. so you know if you're if you're told by your brothers growing up that you're you know dumb and you know <laughs> you don't, i mean there's a lot of people that have been bullied sure. by their brothers growing up then <clears throat> you're gonna have a hard time uh expanding and becoming the best self you can be because you're gonna have those Mm-hmm. Those past voices in your conference room, you're going to have those feeling states in the body, what it felt like to be made fun of. And I think that goes into <clears throat> the step one you have. Well, I mean, what I want to get into first, I mean, you know, when you write these, when you write, when you answer these questions and you ask yourself that question, what do you want? And you start listing the things that you want in your life and coming up with the obstacles or resistance that come up and why you let those things, you know, defeat you, you know, realize by doing that, by, by, by answering those questions, you're, you're starting that dialogue with yourself to being to the first step, because that, that's the biggest thing is taking that initial step to get to where you want. Yeah. It's like turning, it's turning the light because onto the shadow stuff that, that well, is lurking. Right. Because you're, you're starting to kind of put the pieces together. You want this, this comes to come up and this is why I let that comes up. I let it defeat me every time. Because once you can, again, pinpoint what the cause is, mm-hmm. it's a hell of a lot easier to kind of start moving forward. It's like you said, it's it's looking at the patterns. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's stuff that I'm sure we repeatedly stumble into and fail at. And obviously when we fail at it a few times, um, the reality is we're probably not going to make an attempt. 
Yeah, and you can also see if to look at if we're sabotaging ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, I've done it to myself in the past, where we unconsciously sabotage ourselves because um, the feeling states and our mind is so so intense, and we can't push through. So, you know, what I what I kind of like to call my steps, and I'm going to call it this way because I think it's well, hey, to me, four steps to kicking what we resist in the ass. Nice. Because that's our goal. We want to kick this shit in the ass because it's stuff we need to stop letting defeat us. Because, again, we need to make those steps to go forward and get to where we want to be and, well, to get what we want out of our lives. And the first step is recognizing. And that's why I think it's important to make a list and, and write these things down so you can see, this is what I want. This is what happens. And why do I let this defeat me every time? Because once we're able to recognize it, then we can really start uh, digging deep and making the necessary changes to make sure this doesn't consistently happen. Yeah, and in that recognizing, in that first step that he just talked about, that's where you're going to start writing down, like, what's the chatter going on in your mind? Mm-hmm. Are you telling yourself, there's no way I can do this? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, this is too much money to spend, or this is not work, or like, whatever's going on. And then also tuning in to like, what's happening in the body? Mm-hmm. You know, is your chest really tight? Are you finding that your body feels really heavy? That's, that's, and again, it could be, think could relationships, a pattern that you have with uh, your relationships. You know, pay attention to that. It could be trying to lose weight. Notice the patterns that you run into when, with your eating habits. It could be exercise. I mean, it could be a multiple things. It's, it's really, that's what makes this great is it, it kind of fits everything trying to yeah. get to the root of. I was just going to say, because I, I know a lot of people that are working on overcoming addiction right now. And the thing I hear a lot of is like, I'll start next or, or I'll quit mm-hmm. down the road. It's kind of like this voice that's like, I can't do it right now. Right. I'll quit at this date or this time and or someday. You know, well, I mean, like, I'm sure with, with patients that you've worked with and I know with some of the clients that I worked with, you know pretty quickly if they're basically just blowing scarf out, you know, just telling you what you want, t- telling you what they think you want to hear. They're not ready to really make that commitment to themselves. And then hopefully they're they're open to recognizing things exactly. and to see like what's blocking them. A lot of times it's wounds and it's pain mm-hmm. pain related. So and that's why it's important to do this because once you recognize it, you know it. it well. It makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. You know, and, and we've talked about it so many times in the past and in other shows, and it just recognizing to me really brings awareness up because you're starting to really pay attention mm-hmm. to what is going on in your body. And you're starting to really listen to that, you know, hearing what's going on in your mind. Because again, you're writing down, okay, this is what always seems to happen whenever I try to make this part of my life go in this direction. It's like you're becoming friends with your resistance. I am not having a good day. I just have to you know, it's funny. I was going to say, actually, it's looking pretty good. Really? You know, mine's getting longer. I'm starting to get that little swoop going. You, you, coming. you got the swoop. <laughs> I, I just, today, I'm just like, you know, it's like we, we're sitting here looking at ourselves on the screen. It's very interesting as we're recording. Anyhow, um, but making friends with resistance and like finding a way to kind of sit down with that part of yourself and interview it. Right. And then get to know it. It's, it's taking this kind of fearful aspect, shining light on it, which is what John is saying, like the recognizing and those questions that he posed even before going into recognition to use it as a way to begin to befriend the thing that is happening hiddenly. Like 
you know, usually we don't sit and break it down this way. We just give up, don't do something, turn away from it, go back to a substance, go back to a bad relationship. Instead of sitting down and going, what do I really want right now? What is going on for me? Like, what is happening in my body? Why am I wanting to go to this behavior, this person, this place, this thing? So to really sit down is to, is to kind of own it and to I find love, power. I right? love that. I love that. Make friends with it. You like it? Well, I mean, it, okay, nine out of ten times, the resistance is going to come from you internally. So it's part of who you are. So why fight it in so many ways? Make friends with it. Try to understand it. Have a conversation. I think that's great because then, then you can kind of figure, okay, okay, this is this is what causes it. This is what it brings up in me. This is what I'm going to do to you know, make friends with it and make sure we go in the right direction together. And it's going to calm it down. Suddenly, it's mm-hmm. not going to be so intensified because mm-hmm. as soon as you shine the light of consciousness on something, a body sensation, a thought it starts to calm, which is, is very fascinating. You know where I got that from is there's this Rumi poem. Rumi is this uh, Sufi poet. And he had this this poem called, um, man, it's escaping me. Anyhow, basically the poem talks about, I'll post it when I remember it later. Um, <clears throat> but he says, you know, whoever shows up at your door, invited in. Depression, invited in for tea. Sit down with it. Like whatever showing up the tea house or something like that, but it's it's like whatever shows up, invite it in mm-hmm. and host it and be with it, which is very mindful, right? It's like how do you just be with something that's going on and then start to inquire about it, which is very much a Buddhist kind of meditative um, technique, you know, the Dalai it all the time. He says, don't just believe things people tell you, break them down, investigate them, I see like how that. you really feel about them you know, dissemble them and put them back together. So this is what John and I are encouraging you to do with yourself. It's it's what we do with ourselves. And if we don't do it with ourselves, then we call each other out and make sure we do it, right? That's cool cool that you wrote that or said that because, you know, recognizing brings awareness to it and then try to understand it is is really what you were just saying. Try to understand why, you know, why this keeps coming up to understand that resistance. And I think understanding and becoming friends with it is a really cool yeah. way of looking at it because it's part of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a really, I like that. Make well, friends with it. Yeah. And it's like, I see people all the time, like, especially guys that I know they're like working on their motorcycle or their cars and they're trying to figure out like how to fix something and what's connected to what and how it's all put together. And they got the manual yeah. going. It's like, take that motivation and turn it on ourselves like we are this really intricate universe inside this body and this mind we are we're an organism that needs to be understood and it needs to be made friends with otherwise we're a stranger onto ourselves right it's true but it's like we said just a few minutes ago some people just they're not ready to go there they're not and some people unfortunately are never ready to go there turn the station Don't mind me because they will That's sad. why we don't get a lot of viewers and listeners because they don't want to go there. But thank you for the ones that do. Yeah, we, we <laughs> honor your courageousness. No, it's, it's like, what are they talking about? Oh, dear. Yeah. But, okay, so it's funny because, okay, so we're saying make friends with this, try to understand it better, recognize it, obviously. Um, it, it kind of falls into the next step, which is allow it. And I want to take that a little wider and go allowing ourselves 
to realize we're not perfect. Okay? God knows we're all fucked up and we're all going to stumble. We're all going to make mistakes. So regardless of once you recognize something and start to put a plan together, you know, realize it's not always going to go perfectly. In fact, it, you're probably going to fail a handful of times before you get over, get over the hump. I mean, that's just who we are as human beings. And the quicker, the quicker we realize that, the more soothing it's going to be to us to not quit when we do fail because we're going to recognize it happened. I'm not a mistake. And the best thing we can do is just recognize that again and put our foot forward and try again the next day or the next hour, whatever it's going to help. I have a great example. I, <clears throat> a few years ago came to grips with the fact that I had stage fright of performing, right? So I was a kid and I was doing a piano concerto. Um, I was maybe 12 years old and I really didn't want to do it. It was my parents, you know, when they try to live through us. Um, I had to memorize this 20 page piece of music and I'm playing and I messed up in front of like a hundred people. And it was really, so anyway, that, that experience, I carried out with me my adult life. And so, you know, here I am on stage playing music and martial arts, whatever the things that I was doing where I was in front of people, I was getting this like angst in my chest and anxiety and my chi was like, you know, not contained. It was kind of all over the place. And it wasn't until I shared that with actually my Shifu, who was um, my martial arts teacher, that she started to teach me how to manage that. But I had to kind of reveal that and allow myself to recognize that even though I'm amazing in the area, I have this part of me that goes into this fear and this, this you know, um, not trusting or, or feeling nervous in front of other people. And it's, it's connected to something older, and I had to investigate that. So kind of what we were just talking about. It's, oh. it's, it's humbling mm -hmm. to be like, hey, like, yeah, I'm amazing here. I'm amazing here. I'm good here. And over here, not so much. Like, this is an area that I need to really work on, and that's challenging for me. And that's okay. <laughs> is but, it? But it, it, it is, I know. Believe me, it's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong. I, mean, I realize that's that's probably one of my things. If there's something I know that's going to be very challenging for me, but suck at it and, and just don't have the confidence in it. Well, this is one reason why we're doing this show is <laughs> to try to fight through that resistance. I mean, for us to be doing the show, the initial first episodes that we did was, yeah. it was challenging because it was, it was terrifying because we're putting ourselves out there. But you know, once, once we got rolling with it, yeah, we're on like the 20th episode or something. I don't Good even God, know. I don't even know. That's kind of scary <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. But the important thing about allowing, it allows us to accept who we are. It allows us to accept our failings and we're able to, you know, face that resistance and succeed with getting through what we're trying to get through. Because, again, it's going to happen more times than not. So it's okay. It's okay to do that. And I, and I really feel once we start viewing it that way, it takes us to the third step, which is just forgiving ourselves for when we're unable to be successful mm -hmm. with what we're trying to change or where we're trying to get. And, and like I was just saying, it's, it, there's a there's a holiday that comes, right? Recognizing that there's areas we need to work on, and and it's okay to get upset with yourself at first, and and still, um, whatever emotions you know like you failed or mm -hmm. you didn't do it good enough or you did okay. And then from there, after you do the steps that John was talking about, you know, asking the questions and 
the recognizing and the allowing, then you start to become more intelligent and more aware of, okay, like this is who I am. And now what can I do to enhance these areas that need support? You know, I, I always look at it this way. Whenever I'm, whenever something happens to me that doesn't go my way and that happens <laughs> frequently, <laughs> you crack me up. Why do you laugh? I don't know. <laughs> I have to bring Jane in this way. Oh, no, but whenever something doesn't go my way, no. I mean, it happens. I mean, come on. We've all been there. I, I don't let it just completely decapitate me. You know, just I really view it this way. Well, it's out of my hands, and somehow this is going to bring me to a, a better place. Oh. And I really do believe that because shit happens every single day. I'll share a good story. You know, I always go back to my previous marriage because it's just the, you know. Bless her. Bless her. She taught me what was I realized. But <laughs> this, this is a great story. This is a good one. You're laughing at me again, but you know, it's my birthday, right? It's my 45th birthday. I'm moving out of the house <laughs> on my birthday. Oh, no. God bless her, right? So <laughs> my marriage is my my marriage is ending. Okay, my marriage is ending. I'm moving into this this small little place. Um, I don't have a lot of friends, and to make matters worse. The, the job that I, I was a trainer at this small studio, we were really, it was a great studio, had a lot of clients, but I find out that they're going to be closing down in about three months. So here I am getting divorced, moving, I'm turning 45, and I'm going to be basically losing my job in about three months. All this shit's happening within wow. weeks of each other. And I, I still look back at that and I'm like, you know what? It's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Did you feel that in the moment, though? Actually, yes and no. I mean, it was obviously it was very overwhelming, but I've I've always had this this mm. crazy positive attitude to where, you know, when something really traumatic is happening, that it's going to be fun. Something really great is going to be on the horizon. Now, and if you could bottle that into like a capsule, oh, you'd be so off. <laughs> so there's a voice in your conference room that kind of shows up. Luckily. Even in the midst of things that are really super challenging, that's a strength of yours, right? I, you can I, see that this is going to lead you to something else, even though it's like not a good state in the in that moment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, nice. absolutely. So I mean, I I still remember that that entire scenario. Shit, because it's true. You know, I, I found a great job. Um, mm-hmm. It it brought in. Luckily, with that job, it brought a lot of really amazing friends into my life, um, and it it just it was probably all that stuff happening at the same time was the best thing that ever could have happened to me because it, it just opened up my life. Even though at that moment, it looked like my life was really coming into a complete shitstorm. Oh, it, wow. did, it did the complete opposite. It went from a stormy day to mm-hmm. sunshine. It was, it was, it's pretty miraculous when I look back at how it, uh, how it shifted me. I have a story that just came to mind. That's, that's kind of, you know, in, encapsulates all of this. In 2010, I had a similar experience. I got laid off from my job where I was working, laid off like 54 people. And I'd never worked for someone before. So I was just kind of like in this frozen panic state, you know, I was like, and I, and I was working with people that themselves were homeless. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know. What bridge do you hang out under? <laughs> I don't have a job now either. Right. And so this is when I um, started my private practice at the time. And um, but 
I remember that initial few days and actually few weeks, it was, they were positive voices, but mm-hmm. it was fighting through so much resistance. What you're talking about is that this is going to lead me somewhere else. I had to really do a lot of work on myself mm-hmm. to get to that place. I did a lot of visualizing and a lot of breath work and, and therapy on myself, right? But but the piece that I I want to throw in is that allowing and that recognition of seeing what was going on mm-hmm. for myself allowed me to kind of hold all of it and move with it and be able to transition and accept what was going on. It's like, well, like I'm becoming this entrepreneur and I have been for 10 years now, right? I've worked for myself for 10 years, um, but I would have never done that had that thing not befallen upon me. And I was almost forced into it, you mm-hmm. know, and now I can't imagine working for anybody else. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's, it's, it's a great life. And to get there, I go through all this resistance and this fear, all the voices in my conference room and all the discomfort in my body. Um, talk about anxiety. I was having crazy anxiety. So anyhow, yeah, it's, it's this forgiving the situation too. Yeah. That's what I want to weave back into, not just ourselves, but allowing and embracing life and going, okay, yeah, this hurt. This was not good. And like you just said, it's leading me somewhere. If I can, if I can move out of my way long enough and allow the discomfort and the conference room to quiet down a bit, you can see on, on a larger level that everything is always leading us somewhere else. So that's that co-creation with life, right? Yeah. And I think that's beautifully said. And again, it's, Facing that resistance is always going to lead you where you want to go, even if you are successful initially or not. Even when you're not successful, you are successful because you're facing it. Exactly. And you, like, you got to look at that. It's better than not putting that effort there. It's better than not recognizing it and making that attempt because otherwise, you know, you're, you're just basically hitting. Absolutely. And I said this a couple of weeks ago. You can either, you can either live or be alive. And I would much prefer to be alive and face resistance head on and just to live and let resistance just always slow me up. I like that. So I think it's probably live the best. Be alive. It's like go through life, like through the motion, right. or actually choose choices and become, continue to become. Well, it's funny. I remember years ago, I wrote this piece on about I think it was just being alive and just kind of just not being not living Groundhog Day and I just I remember writing this one where you know I said most people are like the Walking Dead they're just like cattle just walking through life and I'm like who the fuck wants to live life like that? Unfortunately, most of us get stuck being cattle we're just kind of uh, and that's their day you know they're just living you know just yeah. waiting just letting the what it comes down to. I hear a lot of that. And uh, yeah. that's just, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we're getting maybe a little bit off topic, but maybe, then again, maybe we're not. So, so forgiving life, it's finding, finding a way to embrace and allow and understand that there's no growth without disaster and catastrophe. Absolutely. It, it's part of our cosmology. There is no constant in life except change. I remember hearing that when I was at, um, this, this yoga arm that I would frequent a lot, there is no constant except change. 
And I was like, ouch, because what do we do with humans? Oh, we hold on. Like, I just want to keep this, like, keep this job, keep this person, keep, keep, like, you know, it's, it's this innate thing that we have to cling to what's familiar and safe. Yeah. To push away from what's not, which are all Buddhist principles as well, right? The, the, the craving and the yearning and then trying to push away from what's uncomfortable. So there's a lot of that we're inviting you to look at here in the steps that we're practicalizing and laying out in human terms. But really what's happening is you're becoming more mindful. You're mm-hmm. activating parts of the brain. The anterior cingulate, cingulate is the part of the brain that watches. It's, we wire it in. Every time we do a meditation practice, every time you do your breathing in the morning, every time I... You knew I wasn't breathing this morning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So every time we do something, like we sit down and we start assessing ourselves, right? What's happening in the body? Why am I thinking this? We're activating that part of the brain. We're creating pathways and strengthening our ability to be more mindful. So this this is where it kind of gets to step four, and we're applying the first three steps. We're applying recognizing, allowing, forgiving, forgiving yourself, or forgiving, you know, external things that are causing this resistance. You know, it brings us to growth because if we're applying all those three components, you're growing. Yeah. Okay, and that's I think that's where maybe we get confused a little bit because you know you might be thinking, well, how the hell can I possibly be growing? If I keep stumbling, if I keep kind of running into that brick wall and failing at trying to make attempts to get what I want. And that's where we fuck up because at least you're making that effort. At least you're recognizing. At least you're allowing. At least you're forgiving. At least you're making that attempt. You're trying. That is helping you grow as an individual. And that's what you need to do is recognize, okay, so I keep running into the same issue and I'm still being successful. Well, then ask yourself, okay, what can you do differently? Why are you why why do you keep stumbling? There's there's got to be another underlying component to why that's happening. And if you use that, that we're talking exactly. about, that's how you're going to exactly. identify it and be more intelligent in how you approach it right. next time. And I just want to add, every time we push through resistance, we do the act anyway. It doesn't matter what the outcome is. There's a musculature that we build in the body. There is a muscle that is being created, a strength. That is being forged because it takes so much courage to take that resistance and to know it's in my best interest. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. It resonates with me. And when you know right away, you step back from it and the mind starts coming at you to do it anyway. Because I've, I've had a lot of those things happen where I know it's what I need to do. And then I have all the resistance come up. For me, I go into action steps. Resistance equals action steps. Resistance equals action steps. That's how I've, that's my formula that I've created. That resistance that you push up against and you move through or you sit with and you work with, it starts to build a strength that no one can give you. That's really well said. I, mean, I told you a couple of weeks ago, you know, we've, we both think of going through our shit. And the one thing I've noticed with what I've been going through in my personal life is it's made me more emphasis in my work. It's maybe put, put more emphasis in myself. So I've noticed I've been kicking up my routine to an even higher level because I'm not letting the resistance stuff affect my life. I'm going to keep battling through it because I want to keep growing. And like I said, some days are better than others. Days I but I recognize it. And what I'm going to do is, well, put a better foot forward the next day and try harder. And if I fail again, well, you know what? Oh, shit happens. 
I'll try again. I'll try what do you again. Say? Crush it. Crush it. <laughs> crush it. Get these texts. Crush it. I'm like, crush shit. It. Powerful. Yeah, some <laughs> I'm still going to keep trying to. No, it's, it's the concept, though. <laughs> no, it's the concept of take it on. Like, move through it. Um, navigate it, you know? Um, yeah, I, I really love that concept you said is are you living your life or are you like choosing your life you know are you consciously are you alive, are you alive? yeah I, I love that distinction because I, I think so many of us get stuck in these patterns of resistance and we build a life around them it's, mm-hmm. it's a very secure small life you know we we have the substances or the things we use to manage the discomfort and then the resistance arises it's that warm cozy little blanket that feel all safe and, and happy when when we really look at it mm-hmm. it's bullshit man we want to just burst out of that thing but it's like that cocoon right but we're stuck we don't know how to yeah. and think of you know think of that as living okay you're warm and you're comfortable, but you're really not that fulfilled. And think of alive. Think of how you felt when you're a kid and playing and being reckless and being silly and being goofy and just just loving the simplicities of of just being a kid, running outside, you know, and and just being a goofball. To me, that's what feeling alive is about. You want to feel that way, and that's fighting all that resistance. So think of think of that warm little blanket. That's resistance right there. We can either we can let it wrapping us up and almost squeezing us to death, <laughs> or we can break out. Yeah, and and there's so much that it has to offer you. So you know, I guess what we want to leave you tonight is, you know, what is it? Where is resistance showing up in your life? Mm-hmm. Is it showing up in your relationships? Are you afraid? to commit to someone or to really open your heart? Are you afraid to take that new job? Are you afraid to invest in treatment for yourself or something that you know is going to benefit you? Like, where is that resistance showing up? Because it's here all the time. I know I've said it many times uh, for myself in the mornings. Every morning I wake up and I do a practice. Every morning. And a lot of those mornings, resistance is waiting for me. It's got the coffee ready. It's like, we don't need to do a practice today. It's raining outside and it's cold. And I'm like, oh, well, hello. Hello, resistance. And then I'll sit down anyway with the resistance. It's just, and every time I push through that, I feel stronger and stronger. And so it's, it's this really interesting relationship that I forged with my resistance. And when it shows up, I can, I can pinpoint it right away. I know how it feels in the body. I know what's going on. I'm able to kind of tease out my, you know, what's my mental constructs in relationship to what's going on in my body and, and what my will is really saying, like what, what that knowing in my body really wants. That's great. Again, it's like you said earlier, you've made friends with it. Yes. It's my buddy. So I think that's, I, I love that. I think it's such a cool way of looking at it. View it as your friend. Yeah. View it as your friend. Yeah. So you can understand it better. That's kind of brilliant. Yeah, that's kind of brilliant. I, I, I want to kind of finish. I got this great quote, and it's from Todd Durkin. He's this, he's this world-renowned fitness trainer from San Diego, and had the I was lucky enough to take a couple of his classes years ago when I went to an idea conference. And you know, one of his favorite quotes was, "Be one percent better than you were yesterday." No, I like that. And that's probably the best way to look at you know improving yourself. 
just being 1% better because it's not that easy to be 1% better, but it's so doable. It's an attainable thing for us to achieve. So all I ask every day out there is, is just try to be 1% better than you were today, tomorrow. And, you know, I'm always preaching consistency. It feeds into that consistency. And maybe that 1% will become 2% or 3% or yeah. whatever. Or that morning practice will go from 20 minutes to 30 <laughs> minutes to 40 minutes. <laughs> that's morning practice. So. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess to tie everything up is go back and listen to some of our other shows mm-hmm. if you need to. Um, the Mindfulness, um, Body Mind 4.0. Um, we just have we have a lot of different spins on this topic, um, not on resistance itself, but just you know, and create change and how to how to move through your own barriers that you create for yourself. So it's really about learning how to master yourself, mm-hmm. and and that's I like that quote. It's like, you don't compete with the outside world; you compete with your own self and try to become better than you were the next day mm-hmm. with what you did the day before. So really keeping your eye on yourself, keeping your eye on the prize, which is your own fulfillment, your own development, your own inner peace. So. Yeah. On that note, guys, maybe go back to the, the start of the show. And I some of those questions. I think that's a great, this is a great exercise for you. You know, what do you want in your life and narrow it down to a few things that you really want to focus on and then ask yourself what are some of the resistance or obstacles that pop up? And when they do pop up, why do you let them defeat you? Start there and then go through the list of what we went through. So, again, recognize. Okay, recognize what is bringing, you know, what is occurring. Why does this happen? Allow. Okay. Remember, you're a human being. So, allow yourself to, well, be human and mistakes and not be perfect. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself when you fail. Forgive yourself. when you're unable to achieve what you want to achieve. And forgive life and circumstances. Exactly, exactly. Because if you start doing those three things, those three things equals growth. Because you're starting to grow as an individual because you're putting these three important components together. And ultimately, you're growing. Because yeah. you're going to learn so much from putting these things Yeah, and, and the resistance inside you, the activity starts to calm, yeah. right? The body starts to calm with the acceptance and the recognition the mind starts to calm um, like you said you're becoming buddies with your resistance <laughs> what's up bud yeah you guys can have you know you can do your morning meditation together <laughs> how about that as long as it makes my coffee i'm good with that there you go so yeah so thank you so much for joining us um i didn't say it in the beginning but i do just want to quickly say that this show that John and I do is not a substitute for professional, psychological, financial, or medical help. And if you need that help, please contact the appropriate professional. Also, I want to, again, thank everybody for having the courage to listen to our show. Mm-hmm. We know that the things we talk about are not easy to hear a lot of the time, and they're not this, like, welcome kind of thing. But it is really necessary, and that's why we're sitting here doing it, because we really want people to become better and more empowered. Absolutely. Uh, if you want to know more about the work I do, please feel free to visit my website at trustaftertrauma.com. Or if you want to get some one-on-one coaching with myself, balancedbydesigncoaching.com. And a lot of the stuff we went to tonight, stuff I would be focusing on with a client because, again, recognition, compassion for ourselves, forgiveness. We all want to grow. We all want to be better. Mm-hmm. And all I ask you guys is just be 1% better tomorrow and then do that the next day. Thanks, Thanks, guys. Have a great evening. Bye.